Hello and welcome to the Diz Unplugged Roundtable Discussion for December 19th, 2006. I'm your host, Pete Werner, and we are joined this week by our Orlando team, including Bob Varley, Julie Martin, Corey Martin, Kevin Close, and John Magi. This week we'll tell you about the most popular news stories on the Diz right now. We'll also talk about the shore excursions just announced for the Disney Mediterranean Cruises next year. And we'll tell you what you can expect from the theme parks on Christmas Day. All that on this, our last show of 2006 on the Diz Unplugged Roundtable. Now, before we get started with the news, I just want to mention everyone, like I said, this is going to be our, our last show for 2006. We're taking next week off, and mm. uh, our next show will actually be January 1st, which is a Monday, and the only reason we're going to do it on January 1st is because that will coincide with the start of the uh, Dreams Video Trivia Challenge. Oh, I can't wait for that. So... Um, yeah, I'm sure you can't, Bob. <laughs> um, but uh, so we'll be, um, yeah, we'll be. So we won't be back uh, until January 1st after after this uh, after today's show. It sounds show. like a long time away, but it's really not. it really isn't. It's two weeks. It really isn't. It's right. just two weeks. So, um, and it's not like we have vacation for two weeks. It's not like we're going on a cruise. January first. Oh, I hope not. Hung and over. I, I, I accept <laughs> I accept full responsibility for there being no show next week because I haven't even started my Christmas shopping yet. So. I just need to get that squared away. Me too. Bob too. Bob yeah. didn't do his Christmas shopping yet either. No. People who like to wait till the last minute. I've always <laughs> been one of those people who's out on, on Christmas Eve buying stuff. So, But all right, let's go ahead and get started with the news. Uh, number three story this week. Disney has asked Santa to leave the park. Well, not exactly. A 60-year-old Tampa man was asked to leave the Magic Kingdom after throngs of children mistook him for Santa Claus. The man does bear a striking natural resemblance to St. Nick, replete with long white beard, rosy red cheeks, and a belly to match. (laughs) But uh, when the children asked him if he was Santa Claus, he made the mistake of saying yes, and that's when Disney stepped in and said, "Uh -uh." (laughs) uh-uh. Bad. A spokesman for Disney said that Santa is not a character legally approved by Disney management, and as such, they asked him to leave. I swear that I saw him from Mickey's Very Merry. I, I, you know, I am almost positive I did, too, across the street from where we were from the parade. Yeah. We had pictures around. of him in uh I mean the guy MGM. I mean the guy really does look like Santa Claus. I mean yeah. but the stories that they're portraying, they're making it sound like they snatched him out of a crowd because he looked like Santa Claus. No, no, what no, they're he's... not telling you is that he was actually portraying himself yeah, as I mean, Santa Claus. Well, no, that's what I that's what I said was that uh, he was, right. he was claiming he was, to be he wasn't wearing jeans him. or shorts. He was wearing what Santa would wear. You oh, know, he was? going yeah, oh yeah, he had like the red shirt on, he had the suspenders on. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh Disney did ask him to leave because he was uh he was telling them that he was Santa Claus, and I—I I mean, I, get, I i have to say that that makes sense. They can't have people coming in, saying their their characters. And yeah. we went to a special event one night. At special Disney. characters that you know that come sit on my lap. You know, we went to a uh, special Halloween party at Disney one time. Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, and people came dressed up as Star Wars characters. Right, and we're letting children take pictures. One guy, I don't remember what his name was. Darth something. Vader? Vader. <laughs> no, Darth Sith. Vader? No. Darth, the, the guy with the red guy with the horns. Darth Sith. I'm I sure you like all know him. who I'm talking about. And he was sitting next to us, and kids were coming over and taking his picture. And Disney made them stop. That he was not an approved character, a Disney-approved character. Right. And they would not let people take pictures of him. Well, I mean, just the liability. Just the liability alone. I mean, so, I mean, I, I really can't blame him right. for that. So I was asked to leave once. They said I was portraying John Goodman. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> Where did that come from? I don't from? know. <laughs> Julie, you got a drum beat? I felt left <laughs> out. <laughs> and the little rim shot, yeah. All right, number two. Uh, some Disney cast members were outside the main gates of Walt Disney World last week to protest Disney's plans to outsource hundreds of jobs to outside firms. Members of the Service Trades Council Union were positioned just outside the main gates to Walt Disney World last Thursday. The union represents valet parking attendants and maintenance and cleaning staff for the Disney hotels. We talked about this a few weeks ago. The protests were staged just outside the main gates to Disney on State Road 535, as well as at Orlando International Airport. They had some protesters out there, and they were protesting outside the Bob Carr uh, where they were doing the Lion King. I, to those I, of you not from Orlando, the Bob Carr is our local oh, yeah. auditorium. Forgive me, yes. Bob Carr used yes. to be a mayor of Orlando, and it's the Bob Carr Auditorium yes. where the Lion King touring production is playing. <laughs> well, anyway, that's where they were protesting outside <laughs> of. <laughs> and uh, the number one story on the site this week, California judge has ruled that a jury can hear about changes Disney made to the Indiana Jones Adventure Ride after a woman died from a brain aneurysm shortly after riding the attraction in June of 2000. According to the lawsuit filed by the family of the deceased, 23-year-old Cristina Morena of Barcelona, Spain, had compl- complained of a severe headache after riding the ride, and she was later hospitalized and died of a brain hemorrhage on September 1st. Oof. Now, her family alleges that the Indiana Jones rise ca- ride caused the aneurysm and that changes Disney made to the attraction after this woman's death is an indirect acknowledgement by Disney that something was wrong. Disney's attorney stated that the ride was changed in May of 2002 and was for maintenance work designed to make the ride mechanics more, more durable. And it was not an effort or, uh, to make it safer or in response to this woman's death. So judges ruled that a jury is going to be able to hear that Disney made, made changes to this. So they're suing, I believe, for a million dollars plus. I think so. it's always so sad when you hear stories like this. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, anybody dying is a horrible thing, but when it happens at some place, uh, you know, like Disney, where things are supposed to be so happy and so much fun, it just makes it even sadder. But you see, this lawsuit is also alleging that, you know, many people get have problems after riding this ride. I don't know that that's true. I've never heard that. I mean, I've heard it on Mission Space, but I've never heard that you know scores of people were getting getting sick or coming off with headaches or anything like that that's a that's a, a basis of this lawsuit is that you know this ride is inherently unsafe and i think that's where they're going to lose because i don't think that's the case at all well it's a very similar ride mechanism to uh dinosaur dinosaur, dinosaur yeah. yeah yeah and you come off of any of those rides and your neck hurts and your back hurts and your well there just, are signs all the way in yeah. and if you have any of these problems i mean i'm prone to having a bad back and i've ridden dinosaur and you come off and your back hurts and i (laughs) don't ride dinosaur exactly exactly so well those are the three uh top news stories on the dis for this week and uh let's go ahead and talk a little bit about the uh shore excursions the long-awaited shore excursions for the uh, disney mediterranean cruise next year john has some more info on that for us i do um as you said they are long-awaited uh, people are very, very excited because the um, Mediterranean shore excursions have been released for the 2007, the summer 2007 sailings. Um, there's a lot. There's 151 of them. So I can't go into 151 shore excursions. And begin. <laughs> <laughs> Wear and comfortable <laughs> shoes. And number one, please. Uh, <laughs> I just can't go through them all. I can't no, discuss them all. There's no way. However, I did skim, skim them and, and took a look, and there's some really great stuff. Um, for example, there in uh, 
There's a Florence day trip where they're going to take people to see the David and experience some Michelangelo masterpieces. Wow. And there's some other, uh, there's a, a Tuscan adventure where they're going to be doing some day trips and things like that. So some that. of the places that you guys were on your adventures by Disney. Now, what, what's, the, what's the cost of some of these excursions, though? They're actually fairly reasonable. Again, because there's so many of them, I can't possibly give you some, some examples, but they're ranging about $100 a person, and it's fairly reasonable. However, there is one that's $1,500. Really? It's a personal boat tour of Capri. Oh. oh. <laughs> That's worth the $1,500. Is that $1,500 a person? <laughs> you know what? I just, as I said that, I said to myself, I've got to go back and review that. I think it's $1,500 a person. Wow. Wow. So wow. That, that's pretty expensive. But there's some really great stuff. I mean, there's, uh, you know, all sorts of stuff in all the ports, uh, Barcelona and Villefranche. And so... If you're on those Mediterranean cruises, definitely go to the site. Of course, Villefranche, watch out for the naked Germans. <laughs> really? You <laughs> have to do your homework on those, too. Some involved a lot of travel to other areas, right? Um, yeah, well, not everything's right along the coastline. Right, I, right. Mean, I mean, Florence isn't. Florence is going to be a drive-in. There's going to be some form yeah, of transportation. Have a couple-hour drive. Yeah. We've also heard, yeah, we actually heard that Disney is only allowing people to book one shore excursion a day. When you do uh, a shore excursion in the Caribbean, sometimes you can sneak in, too, because you can get the morning yeah. beach tour and the afternoon bike tour. And they're only allowing you to do one a day because of the time you're going to need to travel to travel and from to the excursion. And from. Right. So, it's going to be really hard to pick, then. So yes. people, people are going to have to do their homework. Yeah, Definitely especially homework. with so many options. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I will say this. Disney's site did a really good job of breaking out the exertion level of each uh, shore excursion. So this is going to be something that's important as well. Make sure you check them out. Uh, you don't want to do something that's going to be uh, make you really tired or make the kids cranky and upset if right. you're out all day running around Italy. So yeah, for walking up a hill, both ways, both yeah. ways. <laughs> it's hard to walk up both ways, but but both ways. But we've done it. Yeah, I would love to go back to Florence. Me too. I don't know. I I think getting off the boat and doing it for one day would be too much of a tease. Yeah, I think I would be. I can't wait to go happy. back to Italy someday. He's looking at me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. okay. Make it happen. I go wish ahead. I could say go back. <laughs> oh. You can go, Kevin. The other thing we've heard, too, is that uh, actually today we've heard that Disney has released a Disneyland Paris resort add-on for the Mediterranean cruises. So now you can add on a pre or a post night stay at Disneyland Paris Resort. It's very specific, though. It is very specific. You can add. A, I think on the ten day you could add a pre night stay, and on the the eleven night you could add a post night stay. You didn't have your choice of pre or post. It depended on which itinerary you were on as far as the cruise, as to which would be allowed. That's correct. So. Ten night you can only do on the ten night a four night pre cruise stay, and on the eleven night you can only do a three night post cruise stay. Um, there's only, it really has to do with, um, getting them all grouped together, right? The hotel coming in and, uh, and, you know, um, one's coming and the other one's going, they've got to hold those rooms now for anticipation of people booking these. So it's kind of like booking a group and they have to figure out there's going to be enough space. Um, there's only two of the hotels over there are the only ones being offered are the Newport Bay resort hotel and the hotel New York and prices based on, um, which you're doing the pre or the post stay, as well as what hotel you're staying at. I want to make sure everybody understands, too, that this, the pricing that we have on our site and the price that Disney has on their site does not include any kind of transportation. 
and they're saying they're not going to arrange transportation for you. So you have to get your Why? own transportation from Barcelona to Disneyland Paris. Wow. These aren't cheap either. They're not cheap. For the cost of a four-night stay, you could do the Adventures by Disney, Taste of Tuscany, or Amalfi Coast. No. Yep. Hmm. Uh, Why? I, how much are these? I don't want to bore people with too many details because they know how that gets, but let me just give you an example. The four-night pre-cruise stay, staying at the Newport Bay Resort, which is the more expensive of the hotels, is $872 per person for double occupancy for adults. And adults are, are defined as 12 years old or older. So if you have a family of four with two kids who are teenagers, oh you're looking at $3,200, $3,400. Wow. For four nights, it includes your park hopper pass to two parks, which I understand. But four is, people can't do the Amalfi Coast for $3,200. Absolutely can. Really? It was, actually, it was not that much. I'm exaggerating. But for two people, it was like $2,500 to do the Amalfi Coast. When they were all, I don't want to. Before that, that's with the early booking right. discount. Yeah, I say the early booking discount, we were finding four people, especially with two kids, around $3,500. So that doesn't include your transportation from Barcelona, Barcelona to, to right. Paris. And one thing that... that we're hearing a lot of from our clients is that um, I've already booked my airfare. They waited so long to release these. Well, I've already done my airfare. I mean, I can't now go and yeah, do that was foolish. air deviation. So there are people who are waiting for this, and I hope that if this is what you're waiting for and you're excited about it, that you do take advantage of it because they're going to be limited. There's not. It's not like there's going to be enough for everybody to do it. They're going to fill up and sell out. But are they, are there, um, there, there is still room on those cruises, though. On Mediterranean cruises? Yep. We're getting... Some cruises are sold out, and uh, there's no space at all. Some cruises are in guarantee status only for staterooms. So... Getting closer. I think as we get closer and people uh, come up on their final payment date, I think there's going to be more space on those ships. It reminds me of what you're talking about. We were just talking about Adventures by Disney. I have another rumor. My rumor this week is that after the early booking discount slowed down in December... Adventures by Disney noticed a drop-off in the number of bookings that they received. That that early booking discount was super. And it's my understanding that after the first of the year, we might be looking at another promotion. Yeah, that'd be good. I can almost guarantee that it won't be as good as the early booking discount. People, Adventures by Disney, I'm sure, is smart enough to not upset the people who have already paid their money. Right. But there might be another chance to save some. Hopefully yeah. it'll be comparable. Yeah, it would be a great thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, that would be wonderful. That would be wonderful. That's my new rumor. Excellent. Excellent. Well, those of you who are going on the Mediterranean cruise, you lucky dogs, um, we'll have a, we have a lot of information up on the site, and we'll have that uh, also links to that in the show notes about, uh, about those shore excursions. So I'm sure you people are nice and excited. Uh, uh, with that, let's move on and uh, have a little discussion about uh, Christmas Day at the parks for those of you who are going to be uh, in Disney World for Christmas and are going to brave the theme parks, which are routinely packed. Now, I understand, like, the Magic Kingdom's open 24 hours or something this year, it's something like, crazy. Open, it's If you're part of the hotel, Disney, uh, Walt Disney World hotels, if you stay in there, you can go in at 7 a.m. Christmas morning, and they have an early entry and late extra magic hour. So it closes at midnight. It'll stay open for the uh, people with the hotels. Those are called hotel guests. Hotel guests, yes. Yeah. The people with the hotels. 
on Disney property that they'll be able to stay till 3 a.m. So it's open from 7 a.m. Christmas morning to 3 a.m. the next day. For, next day. for resort guests, yeah. Well, let's do it. Then it's going to open. <laughs> Come on, guys. And then it's going to open again at 7 a.m. the next morning. I feel sorry for the cast no, members. Cast members. Have to work. That's what I was thinking. So they, they have like four hours in between, and then it just opens up again and Merry does it Christmas again. to them. Yeah, really. really. <laughs> Here's your Christmas present. Well, now, it's, all, it's, it's important to note that if you are a, a, a Walt Disney World resort guest, you are guaranteed access to uh, one of the parks. It yes. may not be the park you want to be in. You may get to the Magic Kingdom, and they, have, they can't let you in, but they'll say to you, okay, we can get you in over at Epcot, or mm-hmm. we can get you at Animal Kingdom. I would have to tell you, if you're going to the Magic Kingdom on Christmas morning, my only advice is to go early. And as Julie said earlier, bring your holiday spirit. Yeah. (laughs) John and I tried to go on Christmas Day a couple of years ago. And for those of you familiar with the entrance uh, to the Magic Kingdom area, we had to get in line for the monorail on the outside of the ticket booths. The entire plaza going up towards the monorail. There was no more room. And the boat. Uh, and, and the, the boat. boat. Think it was actually a sea of people. It was wall-to-wall people from the ticket booths to the boat launch and then up the ramps to the monorail. It was suggested that we had a three-hour wait for a monorail Forget ride. That. Yeah. Forget oh, that. Oh, my. And, and, and if we you know how big that area is, it's amazing. And, and you got there about 10 a.m. Right. I actually got in the park that day, and I went over at like 7, 7.30, and I got in the park, and... Sat there and had a cup of coffee on Main Street with and a Danish, and just it's amazing, just watching the people walk down Main Street on Christmas morning. How could you have any fun? How could you do anything when it's that crowded? Oh, I had fun because I was sitting there eating, uh, drinking coffee, and having a Danish. If you, you were just, people watching. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you right. just want to be in the park it's, and you just want to experience. If you want to do is. that and you have to be in the Magic Kingdom, then get there early. They will close, and it'll probably be somewhere around 11 or 12 o'clock that it'll close. It'll get to capacity, and it probably won't go back down again until maybe 3 or 4 o'clock when some people after the second parade The second, The out. other thing is, if you're going to the Magic Kingdom, you really have to plan on spending the day there. Yeah. Uh, if you plan on being there into the evening, the Magic of, Kingdom, as yeah. Bob says, does sell out, so you... Getting out of the park, you might not be allowed entrance back they in. They don't guarantee do readmittance. Yeah, do not leave that park once you're in there. Get Pack a bag, put it in a locker, get the locker early, like we said a couple of weeks ago. Also, be assured that fast passes will be gone. It's going to be 120 minutes, two hours right. for waits on the be, fast pass lines. The fast passes will run out, so it's going to be a crazy day. If you have to be in the parks that day, just enjoy being in the park. Yeah. Well, you could also... Go head over to tourguidemike.com and see what he's suggesting for uh, He'll say, getting around the parks. The park. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to do a park on Christmas Day, just keep in mind that Epcot absorbs a great deal, yeah. a great many more people than the Magic Kingdom does. With the same number of people in Epcot, you wouldn't notice the crowd right, like you're exactly. going to notice yeah. it at the Magic Kingdom. Uh, and, and I think Epcot does a better job of doing that peripheral entertainment. So you're not you don't have to get on a ride. You can go and you can go to Germany and enjoy right. the Santa well, Claus. Also at the Magic Kingdom though, when there's when the crowds are that heavy, the peripheral entertainment is pretty pretty constant. You can't turn around without seeing something, yeah, uh, whether it's on person. Main Street. And or, when it's that crowded, you can't turn around. You can't turn yeah. around. There's no turning. <laughs> no, but I'm around. saying they do they do put up a lot of peripheral entertainment at the Magic Kingdom as well. But, it's just you have to be patient. You yeah. really have to be patient on those days. 
Right. And now the Christmas parade runs uh, Christmas Day 12 twice. 1230 and 330. And 330. So pick one of them, and while the other parade's going on, try to go do rides. The other thing is it will thin out towards the end of the day. Right. As yeah, the day I mean, you're going to see around you're going to see around four o'clock. Usually it starts yeah. it starts to thin out a little bit. Right. A little bit. People go for dinner. Then it's gonna, they'll come back after dinner and they're going to be there for the nighttime parade and the fireworks. So right, okay, but you have a few hours. Problem. You have a few hours, and yeah. you know, in right. there where the lines may you know become a little more reasonable. Is what right. I'm saying. And with the park open till three o'clock in the morning, you, you really can't go at seven a.m. and stay till three o'clock. No. And so. if you do, you're going to need Valium. Right. <laughs> So if you are a if you are a resort guest, the best thing to do would be come later and or choose the, your choose your time. Go in right. the morning, get there early, go see the stuff, and get out. Or come later in the day and or just yeah, show up at eleven o'clock that night and stay till three a.m. Right, you, you probably be able to do everything in that four hours. Yeah, it's supposed to be a really nice day, Christmas Day. If, yeah. if I were there with my family, I'd be at the resort pool hanging out and just enjoying my day exactly. and not fighting crowds. Yeah. While I, we're talking about what to do on Christmas Day, I've gotten a lot of questions about where can we eat on Christmas Day. And I've got to tell you that from what I'm hearing, most of the ADRs at the restaurants in the park and the hotels are fairly gone. Yeah. You're pretty much... At this point, out of luck, if you get a cancellation, you've lucked into it. I can tell you, and I'm not going to recommend any in particular, that most of the larger hotels uh, on the in the other tourist areas, International Drive, uh, Highway 192, things along that line, hotels near Universal are offering Christmas buffets. Look around, call around, and I'm sure you'll be able to find a place to have a Christmas dinner. I don't know that you're going to find one anywhere near the Walt Disney World theme parks. No, I don't know that they're. Uh, you know, I don't know what their availability is like for Christmas, but I can tell you if you're going to be up in the Universal area and you want a good place to have a meal, Mama Della's, the Italian restaurant over at uh, Portofino Bay, probably one of my favorite restaurants, if not my my favorite restaurant in Orlando. Oh, really? Always a great meal. Always I think a they, great meal. They do a Christmas brunch. We went to one of those uh, two years ago. At Mama Della's. Yeah, I think you'll find a lot of the regular restaurants to be closed on Christmas Day. A lot of the regular restaurants that are not theme park oriented. So you might want to go towards the hotels or the yeah. other areas, the other tourist areas, and you'll find places to have dinner. Exactly. So, yeah, I uh, I never venture anywhere near the parks yeah. on Christmas Day. I don't know what we were thinking. It, yeah. It, we go 600 miles away. <laughs> you guys we'll be to, in New Orleans. You guys head to New Orleans. <laughs> yeah, Kevin and John called me on the phone and said, where are you? I said, I'm on Main Street. And they said, there's no way I'm getting in. Bye. We'll see you later. We'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs> We're on Main so. Street, too, in St. Cloud. There you go. So. <laughs> uh, well. But as far as the theme parks, Magic Kingdom usually closes first for capacity. Then MGM, Animal Kingdom, and then they start referring everybody over to Epcot because it does. Now, when does was Epcot? the last time Animal Kingdom sold out? Uh, Easter. Really? Yeah. God, that's a crowded park as it is. Fourth I can of July, imagine it Fourth being of full July capacity. Too. Really? Is the Magic Kingdom the only park with extra magic hours on Christmas Day? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they'll divert they'll divert the cars right down World Showcase and they'll switch them over. They'll stop them at Epcot and have them go in there or go to Animal Kingdom or MGM. You can drive through the World Showcase? I was just thinking the same thing, Kevin. I'm like, they're letting people drive. Did I World say World, Show- World, 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 Showcase, World Showcase Drive? Right. I think he meant their street. That's what I said. Okay. I'm done. Oh, no. Well, all this talk about what's going on inside of theme parks, I think Corey has some rehab updates for us. 
Yeah, there's a, there's a large list of rehabs. I'm just going to touch on a few. We have all these on the site. Um, Epcot, El Rio del Tiempo, the ride at Mexico is closed from January. What are you saying, Kevin? It's about time. <laughs> yeah. I understand, though, there's going to be they're some major re- changes or, to it. Yeah, yeah they're gonna... well, it's going to be closed from January 2nd through April 1st. Wow. Talk about dated. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it is very dated. It really is. It's time to change that one. But I've always kind of had like a, it's always been kind of a guilty pleasure, that ride. Yeah, some... I agree with you. When it's hot outside and you've been walking around. Oh, yeah, it's nice. It's cool it in nice. there and you get to sit down in the boat. That's what we used to say about Hall of Presidents. It was the best place to take an air conditioned oh, nap. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Or Carousel of Progress. Well, this is another one is the uh, dining. Uh, Japan's Michukoshi Teppanyaki is going to be closed from January fifteenth through May twenty fifth. Wow, that's no. a long time because that's a really popular one. The rumor yeah. I've heard is that they're going to expand the tables area out into the other side. Hmm. You know how there's two sides of the yeah. restaurant. I understand that the, the uh, hibachi tables are so popular. They're now going to make those pretty much the whole yeah, restaurant. The rumor we've oh, heard okay. also. Yeah, these are that's long, why the, long rehabs. That's why the rehab's so long. That one's also in need of a rehab. It, it's, it, it seems very closed in compared to some of the other restaurants. It really does. And you have three separate seating areas, so you're not sure, like, am I in the right place? And which yeah, right. one am I going into? I like the sushi area. That, that's nice over there. I'm sure. Sushi. Yeah, well, Bob and his sushi. <laughs> <laughs> the, um, yeah, it's, it's one of the few good restaurants, I think, at World Showcase is Teppanyaki. Well, if you're... Desperate for Japanese food, and you're in the area at that time. There is Benihana at the Disney Hilton right, right. across from downtown Disney. That's a nice take in, too. Is it? Yeah. I haven't eaten there yet. It's a great restaurant. Mm. I'll have to try that one. As a matter of fact, we've made our reservations for New Year's Eve already. That's really? where we're going for Benihana? dinner. At Benihana? Mm-hmm. Interesting. Cool. The um, Magic Kingdom Splash Mountain will be closed from January 2nd through January 27th. Um, let's see. We got MGM Rock and Roller Coaster will be closed from January second through January twenty first to reopen on the twenty second. Uh, Typhoon Lagoon will be closed January seventh through March seventeenth, but you can go to Blizzard Beach. Man, which, if you're coming in January, boy, yeah, lots of things are closing in January second. I mean, they're really closing yeah. stuff down. Well, well, Blizzard Beach is the better one out of the two, anyways. Now there was a few of them at the resorts. The uh, Fantasia Pool is still closed at the All Star Movies. It's going to be closed through. Um, it's been closed since September. Um, it's going to be closed through February 17th, but you can still use the Mighty Ducks pool Yay. at the, at music and sports. The uh, the Keister Coaster pool slide is going to be closed from January 8th through January 21st at That's Disney's at the Boardwalk Resort. Uh, let's see. The Scary Clown. The scary Clown. <laughs> That's, yeah, slide. I call that Pennywise the Clown from, from It, <laughs> Stephen King's book, It. The Scary That's Clown. That's what that, every time I looked at that, that all I saw was Pennywise the yeah. Clown. And it, like, spits children out of its mouth. <laughs> it's really, really sick. <laughs> and the only, um, you know, there's a whole list of other ones that are, um, other things that will be closed at the resorts. Disney's Wilderness Lodge, the Silver Springs Pool and Hot Tub, is going to be closed from January 29th through March 2nd. So, you know, you can find the whole list on our website. Yeah, we'll put okay. a we'll yeah. put a link on the show notes. I page. think what surprises me the length of these re- of these closures. I mean, yeah. this doesn't sound like just regular rehabs where they're draining a spa and painting. You're right. It's <laughs> a long time to be closed. I find one of the uh, closings for the Disney Contemporary Resort, the tennis courts, the playground area, and the mm. whole North Wing. Yeah, mm, maybe something we're talking about Kevin that rumor about? from that rumor last week. That's yeah, where they could that's that very be interesting. In. And it's not; it's just an undetermined amount of time. Yeah, undetermined. Yeah. It's not closed oh, yeah. for indefinite no. oh, time. There you closed go. till we build a new A-frame. Wanted to know where they were going to put it. <laughs> yeah, that's so, where they're going to put it. It looks. Just pretty. remember, I told you all this a year ago. 
Was that obnoxious enough? <laughs> yeah, it certainly was. <laughs> well, before we wrap up, I, I just want to do a little uh, uh, talk about a few things, uh, mainly uh, that we're going to be starting uh, the Dreams Unlimited Video Trivia Challenge on January 1st, as I mentioned at the top of the show. Now, for those who weren't listening a few weeks ago, um, the Video Trivia Challenge is basically going uh, something that's uh, we're going to show you video from all over Southern California. Uh, we were all over Southern California for a week last, uh, uh, a few weeks ago, and we're going to do 23 individual trivia challenges. They're going to take place every weekday during the month of January. January. And uh, like I said, they'll be from all over Southern California. We, we did Santa Monica, Venice Beach, a few, a few in San Diego. Uh, Newport Beach. Newport Hollywood. Beach. Hollywood. Laguna. Hollywood, Laguna, Huntington Beach. Disneyland. Disneyland. And we did. Uh, we have uh, eight eight segments. Eight segments that we we filmed at Disneyland. They were they were great about letting us in the park. And I was gonna say they don't let everybody do that, do no, they? No, this is not. It's uh, that was it really was very cool. We had to have uh, broadcast you know, people from broadcast services with us, and, and they were all so nice and helpful. They were great. You were like movie they stars. Were, it was it was really kind of nerve wracking. It really yeah. was, but it was fun. It was a great experience. And wait until y'all get a look at Julie, especially yeah, the, Julie. Ju- yeah. I got to tell you, Julie really uh, she's going to be did a spectacular star. job. Little, Julie. When we were in front of Tomorrowland, little girls were waving at me. Yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. like, "What TV show are you from?" I'm like, "I'm not." <laughs> yeah, I'm not. This is the website. Yeah. This is, have look, your it's Jasmine. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, well, we um, we we were at uh, at the Hollywood Renaissance Hotel. And uh, you guys, Corey decided you, when you guys see the the Renaissance video, um, Corey decided to film this on the edge of the pool. <laughs> and I'm, ta- I'm I'm telling you, there was probably about oh maybe nine inches between the the uh, the edge of this area and where the pool was. And he's got this tripod set up. He's got her standing there, and I'm looking at him going, "No, you cannot have the camera here." <laughs> and he's like, "It's cool, it's cool, it's a good shot because we got the Hollywood sign out in the distance." And Anything like, for a good shot. Step yeah. to the left. Step to and the I'm, left. I'm splash. sitting there and I'm t- I'm talking with the uh, I'm talking with somebody, and a woman comes up, and one of the women who was like laying lounging out of the pool. Are you filming a commercial? Well, kinda, <laughs> <laughs> kind of, sorta. But um, then there was the Mulholland Drive incident. Oh, oh, Mulholland Drive. Yeah, we had to almost carry them down the path. Well, when you like guys see overhang. when you guys see the first, I think it's the first one we do from Hollywood is uh, the Hollywood sign is the uh, um, is the is the focus of that particular day's Let's trivia challenge. Start out by saying that Peter and I are both afraid of heights. Yeah, so putting us up in the Hollywood Hills to begin with, <laughs> driving up Mulholland Drive, <laughs> which is like enough. taking your life into your hands. <laughs> But Bob, I mean, Bob, I'm the risk Bob, taker. Bob is a great driver, so I mean, he. he you know, the you only any? time I was not comfortable with Bob driving was on Mulholland Drive because the speed limit was like 30, and he was going about 45. That's 15 miles over, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like on the edge, That's and I'm just 50% like, percent oh. more. <laughs> and, and I we, had to get there before the sunset. The, where we ended up filming, where we ended up filming that particular, uh, that particular cha- uh, that particular clip, was. Uh, there's an observation area off of Mulholland Drive where you get a really good view of the Hollywood sign. But there's a lot of people up there, and there was a better view on this kind of off-the-beaten-path dirt, dirt road, yeah. that dirt path that you know had this 100, 200-foot inches wide drop. to get to the main part, yeah. And it's I'm, 200 feet I'm down. Having, I'm, I'm having palpitations. <laughs> I'm going histrionic. They want me to walk walk yeah, down this path. You can overlook the Hollywood Bowl right 
right above you could it. Fall it's into like, the Hollywood Bowl. <laughs> yeah, and, and get a good um, view of L.A. and yeah, you and get Hollywood. a great view of the, like Universal's yeah. down there. And, one of the we stayed spots. in the Hollywood Renaissance t- the last time we yeah. were out there, and our our windows went from the floor to the ceiling. I love that. There was no wall. I never went near the windows. <laughs> <laughs> I like, just got some great views from that hotel too. Like, oh. I'm a bit of a klutz. I'm going 18 stories down. We were there. Um, the Victoria's Secret uh, fashion show. We were way too late for that. One, one, yeah, oh. yeah. One day I missed it. By yeah, you. Oh, I want to go see the. They Janice. were all staying at the Renaissance. Yeah, the day we were there. I want to go see the Janice Dickinson Modeling Agency. <laughs> yeah, that's right there now. It is right there. It oh, is. you should have used that as a location. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure she would have agreed. <laughs> <laughs> no, we had we had a, we had a blast. Uh, it was around. fun. It was we fun. killed ourselves. We were all over the place. That's where you talk about location, location, location. It really is in the heart of everything. It really is. I mean, I love that. I do like that hotel. I love it because, and you've got the you've got the uh, the, the the subway right there that takes you to the front entrance of Universal. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, Makes it very easy. And <laughs> yeah, I what? You still laughing? It's not an on camera. It's not an on microphone. He made. Story, a, I can he, tell. He made a secret funny. I think he was oh. laughing because he's still thinking that Bob missed being with a Victoria's Secret model by one day. <laughs> <laughs> if it was only one day sooner, Bob could have been there. I'm, <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure it was that 24 hours that kept your wife. <laughs> <laughs> that in the restraining order. Well, they had the cardboard cutouts that were outside the Victoria's ew, Secret. Ew, those ew, girls. Ew. Those girls are tall. Yeah, it's, I had to point and out flat. to Bob. Those are. <laughs> well, they. <laughs> Those girls were flat too. You've heard of Flat Stanley? Yeah, but no. uh, I would have liked to seen him live. Yeah, so that's that's actually going to start. We're going to yeah. start with that on on January first with the with the trivia challenge, and we're all over, like I said, all over Southern California. What are we so giving away? We oh, we are giving away. Uh, we're giving away a lot of stuff, but the grand prize is going to be a Southern California a Disneyland Southern California magic wow. package. Am I eligible? No. We Sorry. Every time. I no. <laughs> Someday you're going to say yes. I get yes. yelled at when I ask. Can I go? That's no. very, very See? exciting. So yeah, it's uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. We're going to, like I said, we'll start uh, Monday, January first, and then they run uh, every day, every weekday through uh, through the month of January. There's a total of 23 of them, and uh, going to give away a lot of prizes. So everybody, tune in. That's actually going to be the next uh, episode of our show as well, January January first. So. We're uh, from everybody here at the round table. We wish you all a very Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And we will see you on January 1st. Have a he- healthy and safe holiday. holiday. <laughs> Have a healthy and safe holiday. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, yes, everybody. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.